How's it going guys? So yeah, today I wanted to tell you about real estate investing for beginners. So yeah, if you like everybody else in uh, who's getting started in real estate, you probably want to know what are the tricks, what are the gotchas, what are the things that you need to be careful about and also most importantly, how do you even get started? Where do you get started? How much money do you need? And I'm here to answer all those questions. So the most important thing when it comes to real estate is you want to get started with a single family residential house. So a property that is two or three bedroom, nothing more, maybe four like max, but not a duplex or a triplex. And you definitely want to stick to that one single family home. And there are multiple reasons for why that is. Most importantly, you want to make sure that you are able to deal with all the overhead and all the paperwork and all the taxes and all the other things that go with that property. And so if you're just getting started, you don't want to deal with multiple listings, multiple units, multiple properties. That's the last thing that you want to do. The next thing you want to do is make sure you also avoid commercial properties. Commercial properties usually involve more paperwork. They involve more things that are just completely different than residential properties and it's just not a good idea to get involved into commercial properties they're just more complex and there are much more things that you need to learn and if you're just getting started you don't want to jump in and learn all those things all at once so it's much much better to get started with a smaller deal and also the commercial deals are much larger uh, in deal size and so you might also have to take that into account so it's best not to deal with uh, commercial properties just stay focused on a single family home uh, get a single tenant and now you're only dealing with one person or one tenant and you're not dealing with like multiple people so you get your check for rent and you um, basically take care of the, anything that might go wrong in the property uh, by just dealing with that one person and trust me there will be things that go that will go wrong uh, once you start um, you know like once you put a tenant in there there will be things that will break it's just a matter of time it's not if it will happen things will break you know the the fridge may stop working, the windows might fall off, I don't know. Um, there are many things that could go wrong. So that's definitely something very important to keep in mind. And ultimately the reason I'm saying all this is because you want to lessen the impact of the mistakes that you make. So what does that mean? Anything that you do, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, when you start anything new, you're going to make mistakes. Like if you want to ride a bicycle, you're going to fall down. You're not going to be able to just be an expert just by reading books or watching these amazing videos that I'm making you're going to make mistakes and that's natural. So what you want to do is lessen the cost of that of those mistakes that you're going to make. You want to make sure the lesson to cost ratio, this is by the way, this is just something I just made up. I think it's great. Um, but yeah, the lesson to cost ratio, you want to minimize. Wait, you want to optimize that. You want to increase that. So you want to learn as much as possible at as and uh, pay as little as possible for, for learning those things. So basically that means if you're gonna learn 10 things and you're gonna make a couple mistakes, that's great. Uh, but let's make sure each one of those 10 things um, that you're gonna try and learn not gonna cost you too much. Because if it costs too much, then even if you get one or one more wrong, then you are gonna lose a lot of money. So it's best to get started with a single family home so you can afford to make those mistakes and not lose a ton of money all of a sudden. So now let's get into costs. You might say, wait a minute, I live in California, you can't get anything less than a quarter million dollars or half a million dollars. What are you talking about? You're crazy. 
And you're absolutely right. In California, you probably cannot get anything less than $200,000. Or even in Florida or, or in some parts of Florida or New York, uh, Seattle, places like that. Yeah, you're probably not going to be able to do that. And that's why you shouldn't do that in those places. And if you're getting started in real estate, keep that in mind. It's very important to go somewhere where you can afford to pay some amount of money for a single family home that is not going to bankrupt you instantly. And so, and those places exist. Like you could go to Memphis, Tennessee, you could buy something for less than $50,000. You could buy a three bedroom, two bath, uh, single family home for less than $50,000. You could do that in Cincinnati, Ohio. You could do that in Detroit, Michigan. Okay, so now we get into what could go wrong, right? Oh, there are so many things that could go wrong, but you're here, you have access to this great resource, YouTube, you're learning as you go. Uh, but the most important thing to learn, in my opinion, is dealing with things that break in the property. So, and dealing with things, like if the window breaks, like as I mentioned, or if the fridge breaks, what do you do? You typically have two options. Like you can either fix it yourself, like go and go in the property, just fix it, roll up your sleeves if you're a good handyman, or you could hire some contractor or someone to do it for you. And so, um, I would suggest definitely hiring a contractor, even if you're good at it. And there are two reasons, it's a two-fold reason why I say that. First reason is because if you are going to um, invest and become a real serious investor in the future, you want to learn the habit of letting other people run your business as much as possible. You're still in charge, but you don't want to do every single thing yourself. And that's the skill set that you need to develop early on uh, when you're getting started. So definitely want to outsource the problem of fixing things because that's such a rudimentary thing that you do not need to engage yourself. Even if you're good at it and even if you're going to save money, that's fine. But don't do it yourself. Hire someone else to do it for you. And number two reason that I think is very important is to hire someone else is because you could write off the expenses that a contractor will cost you to, to fix something. Whereas if you were to go to solve it yourself or fix the problem yourself, you would not be able to write off those tax, uh, those expenses as tax write-offs. And that's a very important caveat because that could add up and that will add up. So why do something that you're not gonna be able to write off yourself, You know, engage yourself in that problem, and then on top of that, not be able to write it off at the end of the year against the rental income of the property. And this brings me to another important thing about outsourcing your tasks when it comes to real estate investment. Real estate investment is real, it has all sorts of things that you need to worry about. And the last thing you want to worry about, as I said, was fixing things. And the next most important thing is you probably want to hire a man management uh, company to manage your property for you. They usually charge around 10% typically, and so that's money well spent. And the reason I say that is, uh, for first of all, it should be obvious based on what I already said, you want to detach yourself from your property, you want this investment property to make passive income for you over long term. Um, and in order for that to happen, you do not need to keep working on that. So you do not need to collect the rent, you do not need to go hire a contractor to fix something. You definitely don't need to go fix something yourself. And there are millions of other things that you don't need to worry about if you have a property management taking care of those things for you. So as far as like a business decision, it makes a lot of sense to do that. And on top of that, uh, a great property management company 
can be a huge asset to your future investment deals. So they can not only source the deals that you should go purchase if they're a good team, but they can also help you connect with their big network of contractors. They can help you connect with the bankers. Uh, they can help you connect with insurance companies that they know in the area. It's a team, it's a property management team. It's not just a single person, it's a whole, uh, you know, it's a whole organization dedicated to doing exactly this type of thing. So, you know, the economy of scale, if you heard of that in economics, is a very important factor in being able to grow something. So, if you're dealing with just one property and you're doing everything yourself, you know, and you have a life to, to, to live, right? You have your own family and friends and things to worry about. And now you mix in the two and that's not a good idea. So, but like what those guys do, that's all they do. They manage hundreds of properties professionally. They know exactly how to approach it. And so it brings me to the next point, which is a little bit more advanced uh, than just getting started, but it's very related because what you want to do after your first property is invest in another property, right? And that's how you become a serious investor. So how do you do that? The way to do that is to get refinance loan or mortgages. So you start with one property, you put in $50,000, you get a tenant, you do some rehabbing, and then you take out that 80% or 75% equity that now you have. And that's called a refinance. It's called a cash out refinance. And you take that money, you add a little bit more to it, and you go buy another property. And this strategy is called Burr method or BRRRR. I already made a video about it, so you should watch that. But it's more of an advanced technique. I'm not going to talk about that too much, but just keep that in mind that, that there is a lot of opportunity. Once you are ready with your first property, you can move on and scale up to the next one. And finally, once you make a solid income from your first property, it's time to move to another property. Or maybe even a multifamily unit, it's a duplex or a triplex or a quadplex. And so, Multifamily can be a very good way to um, to move on to move uh, toward, and it could be a great strategy to go to after, as after your first step. So the first step is a single family home, and your second step, uh, after you learn a bunch of things, could be a multifamily property. So then you're not going to make those basic mistakes. So now you have more risk, right? So you have a more valuable property, and so. If you, you cannot really afford as much to make those mistakes. So it's better to do that once you are more comfortable investing and getting that first step out of the way. So that's it, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know what you think. Smash that like button. Smash that subscribe button. And I'll see you in the next one.